Torah isn't education, it's transformation. This is Chai Chinuch with Rabbi G. 101.9 Chai FM, Chai Chinuch with Rabbi G. We are back as we do every Monday between 2 to 3 where we discuss education, how to make the world a better place, how to make make us better people, how to improve our communities, our families, our friends, our neighborhood, our nation, just make the world, as I said, a better place, a great place, and we discuss different topics, different issues, and as always, this is your show, and any topic you'd like to hear about, anything you want to know, anything that is important for you to listen, please send us a message to uh, 34519 is the SMS line, and any topic you'd love to speak about, or Telegram 061-895-1019, Telegram 061-895-1019, or SMS 34519. Any topic, anything, as well as if you want to know who are going to be the future guests in the show, and you could be get you'll get a link to a WhatsApp group with all that information that you need. Today, we're going to talk about a topic that. People that are familiar with are very big fans, but not a lot of people are familiar. And I think it's something that we're going to start kind of from the basis of what it is and what it's about. So we are going to talk today, as the message went out, about the sensory, multi-sensory room. You can call it snoozeland, you can call it easy room, easy senses, you can call it multi-sensory room. At the end of the day, it's an amazing thing that we need to understand and learn what it can do for us and for our families. And for that, I have as a guest today, occupational therapist Tamara Victor, who has been quite a few years in Mela Vista, and now she is head of the training and leading the training for sensory rooms, easy rooms, anybody who wants to be trained as a Snoozeland therapist, and Tamara, you are the head of it, so good afternoon, and thank you so much for being with us. Good afternoon, Rabbi G. Thank you for having me. Okay, so we know that you're at Bella Vista, and you're leading the training center for Snoozeland, Easy Senses, etc. Before we dive in, tell us about you. You're an occupational therapist, yes. and... I'm an occupational therapist, um, as you mentioned, uh, with a special interest in pediatrics. I'm also a wife to an amazing husband and a mom to twin little boys. <laughs> amazing, sweet. Okay, so Snoozlin, what is it? I'll jump straight into sure. it. Sure. So the Snoozlin, as you said, there's many names that it can go by. I'm comfortable at the moment with multisensory therapeutic environment, although it makes it quite a bit of a mouthful. It's basically an adapted environment, and it's it's a specific multisensory environment that consists of specifically adapted accessories or um, s- harmonious stimuli um, that really dramatically can impact upon um, the sense of well-being of the children and adults with disabilities who enter this room and who receive therapy within this treatment space. Okay, amazing. Let me take you a step back. Sure. The senses. We do have yes. our five senses, yes. six senses actually, but we go by five. Seven what are, even. Seven <laughs> even, you're right, <laughs> 100%. And how do, so let's look at the senses that are more affected by the room. What are those senses? How does the room affect them? Just so we sure. get a general picture. So our main senses that we, we, we're, um, very familiar with. So our sense of sight, 
so our visual system. Um, within the room, there is lightness, there's darkness, there's different colors that you can choose to make the room whichever color um, works for you. There are many apparatus. It depends, I suppose, which room you're in, and you can choose how many accessories you want, how few accessories you want. It's not a situation of the more the better. So your visual your, yes. distraction is completely controlled. It's completely controlled. Over uh, your senses, yes. okay. Your auditory system, so your so hearing. So before we go yes. to our auditory, I know we need to go through all the senses, and sure. we just started. But before that, we do have to take a short ad break. Okay. And right when we come back, we'll go dive into the senses and how they are affected in the sensory room. In the meantime, any questions, anything you want to know about the sensory room, multi-sensory room, snooze lens, easy senses, whatever you want to know, or anything you want to ask Tamara Victor, the OT, who's here with me, or you want to know about the show or want to suggest a topic, anything, 34519 is the SMS line, 0618951019 is the telegram, 101.9 Chai FM, Chai Chinuch, Rabbi G. Short break, we will be right back. Chai FM, your station of choice since 2008. 101.9 Chai FM, Chai G. We are back in the middle of a fascinating discussion or not in the middle, quite in the beginning, I'd say, with Tamara Victor, who is the leading trainer and head of training of sensory rooms at Bella Vista, obviously trains within Bella Vista and therapists who come from other places, which we'll talk about later on. And we just started understanding a bit of the sensory room, the controlling of the senses. So the, right before the break, you told us about the visual sense and how we can completely control what we see in the room, the the color, the light, the visual, the anything that is important that we feel comfortable physically with. What is the next sense that we work on there? So the next sense we can talk to is our auditory system, so our hearing system. Um, and that is really, you know, and I think you've spoken about it before um, with a speech therapist, how um, some children can be quite sensitive to noise. And within the sensory room, one can totally eliminate any background noise. It's totally distraction-free. So I have had children who are really, really sensitive to noise, but in this space, they are thriving and functioning beautifully because every other external noise, the sound of a flickering light even, or an ambulance that drives past and that siren that can set one off, you don't have any of that in the space. So you can really control the sounds that you hear, and there's always option for music, and you can choose for the children if they want music or if they don't. Um, it's totally up to them. So that's completely control. Mm. Uh, we don't appreciate that until we get the blessing of load shedding, I think. And, uh, you know, you could sit in your house and then just normal life and then suddenly the lights go out and it's quiet like you can't imagine. If you ever want to know what the impact that the electricity and all these uh, tracking noises and everything mm -hmm. have on their children, just Listen carefully during load shedding. It's, I mean, it's fascinating. It's amazing. And it's the room still... will give an answer to all of yes. that with electricity. Yes. Amazing. Okay, so those are the main two senses you would focus on in that room. You've also got your tactile sense, your okay. sense of touch. Um, with, uh, from an occupational therapy perspective, we, could, we talk about those who are maybe sensitive to tactile stimuli or um, tactile defensive at times, really, really sensitive. Um, and in this room, it's a way that they can also choose how much of a stimulus they want to experience. If they don't want to touch anything at all, that's also fine. You can talk to the, the two extra senses that we're not so familiar with is our proprioceptive sense, our body position in space, right. as well as our vestibular sense, that sense of movement. And this room provides opportunity for 
all of those senses to be activated or subdued. Right. So maybe we'll, when we mm. talk about the layout, we'll see. I mean, the sure. swings and the pond, like the yes, uh, the ball right, pond, the yeah. ball pond, exactly all those things. Um, what's your take on smell? Uh, some citizens use it, some don't. Some so very interesting. In my initial training. They were pro-smell and having maybe, um, what's it, uh, aromatherapy oils in the room because it really is a powerful sense. But in more recent trainings that we've done, um, they recommend not to use any um, oils or essential oils in the room or, or that because a smell can linger. And what is really beautiful to someone can be completely adverse or have an adverse effect on the next client that comes in and the smell does linger. And if you think about the rooms, they're not the most well ventilated. We don't have right. uh, windows to let out the, the smells. So we um, are on the side of caution and we don't bring in smell. Okay. So, yeah, so we, we do need that neutral smell mm. for the mm. clients. Okay. So, so we do understand maybe for a second, what does the layout of a room look like? And I know there are many different ones, different kinds, but, but we'll start with Belovit. So we can, for sure, you can, we can talk to ours. So you can choose the layout of your room. There's a few, maybe let's call them staple accessories. We'll call each, each, um, say fiber optics or bubble tubes, we refer to them as accessories. Um, there are a few that we would always recommend. Um, so a bubble tube, um, I don't know if people are fam familiar with that, but a tube of water that there's a pump at the bottom that bubbles can, can you watch the bubbles and visually it changes color as well. That also pr uh, provides a sense of vibration. Um, but we really think that walking in the bubble tube is what makes a snoozle and we often feel. Um, and there's often mirrors behind it to give that illusion of maybe there's more than one. Um, it just gives that a sense of a bigger space. Um, it's fascinating. The other week we had a doctor who works with EMDR, mm -hmm. and one of the things that we saw in Herstel's and we saw that is that the eye movement, even that focuses on the bubble tube or on other stuff, does actually have an amazing effect on the child. It's it's absolutely phenomenal. You're right. Which means it integrates it's other. A, yes. Yes. Okay. Um, then in our room, we've got a ball pond, but remember our context is with children. So if it was a room that would be catering purely for adults, we might not recommend having a ball pond. But a ball pond is a lovely um, piece of equipment because you can get that active movement, running and jumping in, crashing, hiding, submerging yourself under the balls, really getting that sense of deep pressure on the body and also there's visual looking at the balls there's auditory as they move you're getting auditory feedback um, so we really love our ball pond and I know the therapists enjoy getting in as well <laughs> uh, we've got a water bed which is at a neutral temperature which is a really lovely piece of equipment. But it's also controlled temperature. Con yes, it's a controlled temperature. Um, and neutral warmth in sensory integration terms is a really um, calming uh, sensation, but only once you're in, say, wrapped up in neutral warmth or on neutral warmth. So it provides that calming sensation when you're on it but then the bed allows for movement you can rock you can move i've got a client who absolutely loves leopard crawling across the bed we just we don't have many rules in the room but the the main ones are no running and jumping on the water bed because it can pop um <laughs> yeah. but otherwise they can roll they can tumble um so we've got a water bed um and then our lighting system we can um 
We've got a bulkhead with different uh, color lights in, so the children are totally in control in what color um, the room they want, what color each piece of access, each accessory they want. They can control the color as well. Oh, and I've forgotten to mention fiber optics. So fiber sure. optic cables mm-hmm. are a staple in many, many rooms. Um, and these fiber optics are absolutely amazing. You can do so much with them. From fine motor, you can bead on them. You can wrap yourself in them. You can pretend it's a shower. You can um, uh, braid them. We've got a lot of our, our clients go in and just find it really calming to braid. If you think we all search for a ta- what's calming in a tactile sense for us, if you've ever patted a dog or just rep- uh, making challah even, <laughs> just that braiding sensation. For those of us who remember Thursday, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so fiber optics are really great. We also use them as uh, you bunch them together and they can be a torch. Um, in a darkened environment, or I've got a client who will take one strand at a time and will read with it, um, and and it'll be like the little a tiny torch on each word of um, whatever classwork we're doing. It's amazing. I think what surprised me with the fibers is many the amount of kids that like to wrap themselves around yeah. with it and kind of go into some kind of shield. Yes. It's very interesting. It's it's providing a shield, a barrier at times. It's also that sense of deep pressure touch, which is extremely calming and organizing. Right. And and, and sometimes you'll see kids that are, I don't want to use the word impulsive, but I will, and not as um, calm. And they could sit with that, those fibers and, you know, take them apart when they get tangled mm. for a very long time. It does have that sense of calm and, and safety. For sure. Okay. Uh, so that, that is fascinating. We do need to get to our next ad break. Um, when we come back, I want to, let's talk a bit about the enabling therapy. As you spoke, you, you did mention the concept that the child can manage and control and see. And when we say child, it's not necessarily, I mean, I've seen adults and, and Definitely. anybody could be in the room and can benefit from the room. But, um, yeah, so let's, let's see the enabling and where the effect is. Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. 101.9 Hi FM, Hi by G. We are back in, now we can say in the middle, in the middle of a fascinating discussion. I'm here with Tamara Victor, an OT therapist who is, occupational therapist, who is actually the leader of the Snoozeland training at Bella Vista. Um, Bella Vista, besides them having their own uh, beautiful Snoozeland and bringing their experts from overseas. They actually have Tamara who trains their therapists and other therapists from all over, uh, and they do training to learn how to use this amazing uh, tool that we have as the Snoozen uh, Therapy. One of the tools we Sorry use... Sorry to interject. Just myself and a team of trainers. Okay. So Agreed. I want to give credit to my amazing team that okay. we've, we've all been trained to be trainers. And that's probably another proof that you are the leader, uh, making sure everybody gets their credit, but that's great. Um, okay, perfect. So right before the break, we spoke about enabling therapy and the concept. And just to mention that enabling therapy is a method that is very important within mm. the uh, Snoozeland room. However, it's something that I believe is very important in many other areas, if we talk about DIR, if we talk about other concepts, mm-hmm. um, uh, enabling therapy is an amazing thing, which um, we'll touch on. Uh, just in the meantime, any questions you have, any anything you want to add? 
as a listener, you want to hear about another method that can be used in the snooze land. You want to know, we're not going to manage to cover all people that it's good for. So if you have a question, if it's good for you or for someone you care, send us a message and I will ask tomorrow. We can discuss. So 34519 is SMS line for any comments, anything you want to say, ask, comment, share, or telegram. 061-895-1019-065-061-895-1019. That is the Telegram line for any questions, comments, anything. Um, yeah, or if you just want to know ahead of time who's going to be on the show, send us a message and you will be informed. Okay, Tamara. Yes. Well, enabling therapy, as I said. Yes. So what is an enabling therapist? Um if you think of back in the day when uh, you had, uh, if you think of that old school picture of maybe a psychologist sitting and uh, in one chair and you had someone else lying down on a couch, not facing the psychologist, and that's how the sessions went, that is not an enabling therapist. What is an enabling therapist? Same, but then it's harder to fall asleep. <laughs> True. Okay. Um, an enabling therapist is a client-centered therapist. You are not directing therapy. You are facilitating. You are a mediator. But you are not telling the, th the client what they need to be doing. We are encouragers of initiative. We want the clients to be in total control of what they are doing. So we often say that you've got a multisensory therapeutic environment, which is this beautiful, magical, adapted environment but it only works in combination with an enabling therapist. So this is a therapist who will watch, listen, look out, observe the client, look for those specific clues and cues of, oh, I noticed that they're going towards the ball pond. I wonder what is it doing for their sensory system or what is it doing for them? How is it helping them? Um, how is it calming them? How is it alerting them? Or they move to a different piece of equipment. And then you can verbalize that. You can say, I noticed that when you were running and jumping into the ball pond, you, it helped your system. Or we, we refer to engines. The, the, is your engine running high or low or, or, okay. or just right? Um, I noticed your engine was really looking just right there. Is that what was happening? So as an enabling practitioner, you are taking not a back step, you're kind of walking hand in hand. And you mentioned DIR, so that's floor time. So we really get on the same level as our clients. It's not I'm sitting in one space and the client is on the other side of the room. It's we are walking sometimes as one, but we're in unison. We're, we're, there's this, it's like a dance that's going on. So you're in partnership with your client. You're not a leader, um, but you're also not taking a total back step. You're, you've got your aims and your goals in mind for your sessions within the multisensory room, but you take the client's lead of what are they drawn to, what are they like, and then that's the, it's that mixture of science and art. You know what you want to do, but you've also got to be flexible as a, as an enabling practitioner. And, you, and that's yeah. amazing. And it's amazing on two levels what you're saying, because we also have the fact that we get the therapy done quicker and, and better because we know how to aim directly to where the client is, the mm. child, the adult, whoever it is. That what they need and what their interest is, and you could pick up on the points. I mean, people sometimes ask me, so does that mean that I have to sit, do exactly what the client says? And I said, in a way, but in a way, also the client says in one sentence twenty things, and you can pick exactly. the relevant for the therapy and make it happen for the best. But the more powerful thing in my eyes that I see is that when you're raising that awareness, like you mm -hmm. said, 
it's it, it's amazing and that that helps the client keep it with them when they're done with the room and when they're done with the sessions because now they know themselves mm-hmm. better and they have better awareness and better understanding of what's happening so it's much more uh, affecting on the long term and as an enabling therapist you're also encouraging your client to find their own answers which how much more powerful is that than if you're giving an answer exactly exactly and highlighting them there's mm. almost even an element of coaching yes. in a way so that's fascinating mm. i do have to go through a few messages that have come in sure. kind of neglected our listeners sorry about that uh, I won't do that again, so please, if you want to send in any message, 34519 is the SMS line, or 061-895-1019. Okay, so I need to get the whole bunch of messages here. Uh, let me see how I get to all of them. Um, Craig, I need your help because a few came in. Okay, now I, I got it. Okay. Okay, so the first message is, I'll read through all three of them. Uh, the first message came in, hi, Rabbi, thank you for exposing us to amazing therapies all the time. Agreed. Um, well done to you, Tamara, on that. Mm-hmm. That sounds amazing. You're discussing children, but said it can be for adults as well. What will adults do in the room? Okay, good question. Um, interesting. I think we're neglecting a bit adults because the next message coming in is this: is this room suitable for anxious adults? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's okay. react to these two, and then I'll go to the next for question. Sure. Okay, so... I guess we're talking about kids, but the room is for adults. Yes. Um, I can, what's your take? I can adults? maybe talk about how um, the room came into existence, okay. um, just to take a little bit of a back step in the history. Is that Snoozelin, um was initially developed in the 1970s by two psychologists um, in Holland. the Netherlands. Not yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, and their names were Edva Hale and Jan Holsiger. And they actually created this um sensory space um, for adults with severe learning challenges. So it was initially the concept started off for adults. Then the concept was heard about in the 90s by Dr. Michelle Shapiro, who is from an amazing organization, a world leader in the area of disabilities, um, Beit Izzy Shapiro. And Michelle heard about this concept and then went over to the Netherlands took the concept back to Israel to bait Izzy Shapiro, where they have then been the pioneers in the Izzy Senses methodology, turning the room into something with therapeutic goals, not just a relaxing space. Um, so it did initially start for adults. So let's go back to that. I speak to children because I work with children. That's my context. But definitely the room can be for all ages. Um, we're currently helping design um, and set up a room for a frail care center. So that's um, oh, adults with dementia, high, high anxiety levels. In Israel, it's quite popular for dementia. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the dementia clubs have it. Uh, so I will say on adults that I myself have treated mm-hmm. and worked with adults in snoozeland rooms, um, amazing effect for anxious adults, for trauma, for any of these uh, extreme mm. feelings. Uh, we've seen amazing results. Um, so definitely, definitely yes. um, designed for adults, helps adults, um, and it's a possibility. I'll, I'll just see the next question yes. coming in. Hello, if someone isn't part of Bella Vista or King David Ariel, I guess these are the two places that the uh, listener knows have yes. Snoozeland, can they benefit from this room therapy in Johannesburg? Uh, so the answer is yes, um, yeah, you were going to say. Um, yeah, the answer is yes, there is a private room mm-hmm. that I know of for sure. And to be fair and honest, um, it's run actually by my wife, who's a Snoozeland therapist who from Betty Z. Shapir from... Uh, 
actually, I remember taking her 13 years ago um, in that journey. So there is a private um, snoozen room that's not yes. part of the school system, and adults and kids come. It's run by um, my wife, who's a professional snoozen therapist, and deals with all of these um, messages that came in and discussions that came in, as well as um, Dr. Billman, who was here in the past, who's also part of that and, and runs it with her. So, yeah, uh, the answer is that there are options and there are uh, things that we can do within yes. the room. Um, uh, Pre-COVID, when, when our therapists, um, I think now we've started again seeing private um, clients after school hours, so then there is that option as well. Oh, um, I wasn't aware. So, but, yeah, but, it's, see, but it's for but kids. It's, it's, um, no, it can be for kids or adults, but it depends if you've got an Easy Senses trained practitioner who is seeing private clients. Um, yeah. Okay, so that's a bit um, yeah, to so. come. Okay, so there's more than one option here in town, yeah. so that's that's amazing. Um, yeah, and if anyone needs details, just message the radio and I'll, I will uh, share the details of the private options mm-hmm. here in town with pleasure. Um, yeah, just message at 34519 SMS or 061-895-1019. Okay, so we spoke about the enabling therapy and the importance where that comes in and the, and the relevance. Now, it does seem to be quite a bit within the learning system, within the schools. Yes. As we said, Bella Vista has other schools at um, mm-hmm. King David. And what what are we seeing as a dramatic effect within the school system with the kids? So what we feel is that since we've had our room, which was built in, if I'm not mistaken, it was the year before I came, 2015, the school, we feel we can't function without having our multisensory room. It's so ingrained in our everyday practice, not to say that every child needs therapy or has therapy within the space, um, but really from uh, in our context, you've got children with high sensory needs, so sensory processing disorder. You've got children with high anxiety levels, children on the autistic spectrum, um, those also with severe barriers to learning and just being in the space, you can really, t- you've got your, as your, as the enabling practitioner, as the therapist, whether you're a speech therapist, an occupational therapist or a medial therapist or an educator, because many of our staff are trained on, on all levels, drama, drama therapists, having the option to conduct our therapy within the space is really, really something special. It's when those children are maybe not uh, responding to typical therapy or we, and we're often thinking right. of what more can we do? We never want to stop. And that's how we actually got the snoozeland in our school. It was that conversation of what more can we do for, I think it was a small cohort of children that really, they were puzzled. Research was done. Therapists went over to Israel and then that's how um, our room came into being. But and, it's and always that thing of what more. Yeah, it's, it's it's fascinating. I think one of the therapists who's a well-known therapist in this town who works at my space, and um, she came to see the Snoozum mm-hmm. for the first time. And while we were there, um, she was uh, she she just had a nice time for a few minutes in the Snoozum, mm-hmm. and it wasn't even a therapy session. And the next day, I asked her how was it, and she said, um, "Oh, she said you know what? I just realized it's the first time in about twenty-five years I ever slept during the day." Yeah. Which had such a, an amazing calming effect as an adult, as a therapist even. And, and we it's see. It's extremely powerful. Right. Yeah. Can, can, 
to the point that um, I know you're with kids, it's less relevant, but I know in other rooms sometimes we'll measure blood pressure before mm. if there's a risk because mm. it does bring, bring blood pressure down. Yes. Uh, it, it has such a huge effect yes. on, on the people. So because we are on a practical show, yes. we also need to speak on a practical level. What are the sensory learnings that you have from the room and the things you're teaching therapists and trainers mm-hmm. that we can actually learn and maybe learn and bring in corporate into our homes. So we do know that our homes, as I said, go to load. When, whenever you get load shedding, you realize how loud mm-hmm. your house is and how, how many distractions we have. Yeah. What can we do? Let's talk a bit practically. What can we do and implement in our homes to actually get a bit of this calming sense, a bit of the sure. more contained um, yes. feeling? I think that's a really great question because at the end of the day, we are all sensory beings. Um, young or old, we all have our sensory systems and we all go through those different stages of high alertness or feeling quite low. And what can we do to help get us into, say, that just right optimum state um, of alertness or arousal? Um, and it's something that we've really focused on at our school is that sessions within the the multi-sensory room aren't forever and we're always thinking of how can we transfer out what's working for the child okay they're drawn to this what can we do for them in their classroom or at home that will help them so simple uh, and we don't advocate to have a a snoozlin in your home um, and they'll, th- right. that will come from from Beit Izzy as well. What we do say because is, it could be quite dangerous to be can. there for too many yes. hours and and careful. Um, especially, I was a lot of people ask me who is it not for, and I say pregnant women. I mean, mm-hmm. if your blood pressure is going to go too low, you have to be careful. Mm, exactly. Or and those um, with epilepsy, we're always um, exactly. careful with that. Um, so what can we do in terms of, say, visual stimuli? If your child is getting maybe visually or adult child, sorry, I keep referring to children. Right. Um, if the client becomes visually distracted, what can we do? We could maybe do, uh, or if they are sensitive to light, we could get block out curtains. We can take too many posters maybe in their bedrooms or in the classroom, maybe off the walls. We can make a sensory womb space, um, have a tent in the corner that is really just or in of their bedroom or of the classroom that they can go in and it's really their calm down space filled with lovely things that they like. You can get mini bubble tubes of Take-A-Lot, little ones. I've even seen right. um, at Mr. Price home, you can get little ones if you want something, a visual or a lava lamp. I know we often had when we were much younger. So lava lamps are lovely. It's just providing. So from those visual um uh, system that you can do uh, in terms of tactile. We also have the optic. Yes, um, the, fi- thing, yes. the fiber optic can take a lot. Of, I think this news then here will also sell it so you can. Yeah. So you exactly you can um, do that. You can in terms of tactile, we th- think about like wh- or maybe sometimes we like a weighted blanket um, or things that are heavy. So to give that sense of being submerged uh, under the balls, you could get a heavier blanket or could lie under um, pillows or a mom or dad or a caregiver could roll on their back with a. Uh, those big gym balls that, that provide nice right, deep pressure movement. that, yeah. Um, so just simple things like that. Lighting, you, you can also get, um, LED lights from Chinatown. I don't know. And so if they, if they like blue and if blue is a color that works for you, you could maybe turn your bathroom blue with a, the, that LED strip. 
Yeah. It, basically, what you're saying is that when your mindset is on it, it's unlimited. It is. Uh, even to a point when it's not a, a like a snoozing concept, we, we just talk about the sensory. I mean, I even know people that that had a child that was really struggling to sit at a Shabbos meal or any mm. meal, and they just got a chair with movement. Exactly. And, and it helped the child just be part of the family. Yes. So just that awareness is extremely important. I think we need to touch us on the combination because it, of the senses. Because mm-hmm. if we take um, the room and we darken it, mm-hmm. and it's a child who that will spike his anxiety, mm-hmm. so we need to work with the auditory and with the white noise or whatever it is. However, Craig the boss, um, we do have to take another ad break. And we can discuss the combination of the senses mm-hmm. uh, as soon as we come back. Before we go to the ad break, an uh, important message. And even before the important message, just to remind you, any question you want to know, you want to ask Tamara. You want to ask about OT, about the sensory, about the room, about anything. 34519 is the SMS line. 061-895-1019 is Telegram. And an important announcement, if your business has a lineup of un unbeatable deals for Black Friday, we would love you to tell our listeners about it. Call the Chai FM office on 0101404090 by the 17th of November. 101.9 Chai FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Oh, so that's actually quite cool. If you have any deals for the, that you just want to let the radio know about for uh, Black Friday, that would be great. So, a quick break, and when we come back, we will continue the combination of what we can do using multiple senses at home. Short ad break, and we will be right back. Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. 101.9 Hi FM, Hi by G. We are back, and we are discussing today um, Snoozeland, multi-sensory room. I think all of us that have been with us throughout the show have a better understanding, but if you want to ask, if you missed something to get and I think it's very important. Please send an SMS, 34519. We can repeat 061-895-1019 for the telegram. So I'm sitting here with Tamara. Um, as we spoke, you are the leader of the Snoozeland training at Bella Vista. And we spoke about bringing stuff into home, mm-hmm. into our homes. And you've mentioned amazing things of the awareness of, of different things. Where does the balance of combining different sensory things to cover um different areas of senses just to be you know aware that we don't want to activate something if something is overwhelming and we need that combination i think that also comes down to how well you know your client and what or child because we're talking about yeah or or child child and you know what sometimes spouse and sometimes yeah yeah Sensory is a huge factor it, it in our lives. It is huge. Um, so I think if we're referring, say, to the multisensory room, when you are going to take a client in, you know that client well. You know what is going to work for them. You, as an occupational therapist, we've um, always uh, asked the, their caregiver to complete a sensory profile questionnaire. So we know their sensory profile really well, and we will know um, what may be is activating or stimulating or alerting for them and versus what is calming or what could send them into overdrive. So I think it's really important how well you know your client, child, um, before you even think about introducing more sensory stimuli. Sometimes if you're, if we're, we haven't done a sensory pro- profile, say we're not a occupational therapist, sometimes it can be a bit of trial and error, but we work also in a team. Uh, in my context. So we've got 
every class has an allocated speech therapist, occupational therapist, remedial therapist, along with the teacher. And we sit as the team to decide maybe who is going to have their therapy sessions within the space. And we discuss what works for them, what are our aims, what are our goals for them having um, therapy in that space. Yeah, we're very fortunate. Okay, so we are quite aware um, Mm. when it comes to sensory. I think there's much more awareness about when we use a sensory system to calm a child or an adult or to calm anybody down. Sometimes we actually use it for the opposite. We need to stimulate somebody. Let's talk a bit about that understanding Mm -hmm. because, for instance, in this lesson, we have the white room and we have the black room and we have the calming, we have the stimulating. Mm -hmm. Where do we use our sensory options and and and? ideas to actually increase stimulation. Yes, so to activate or stimulate. So if you think about proprioception, which is that sense of body position in space, what is, how do we get to our proprioceptors, which are located deep in our muscles and our joints? That's by active, heavy, hard, resisted muscle action work. So if you're not sure if a client is too low or a client is too high, we say proprioception is the universal regulator. So to Go in with proprioceptive activities that can start by stimulating as well if a client is too low. But in our room... For those of us who don't know exactly what that means, we're talking about pressure, we're talking about... Uh, you know, the pushing act, the movement, yes, the act, the that kind of physical movement. Yeah, yeah like push, uh, uh, pushing against a wall push-ups, pulling... Pulling anything. the joints, exactly. Okay, massaging, things like that. So massaging is more deep pressure touch. Um, (laughs) And then um, in terms of another stimulating experience is music can be extremely stimulating. Um, My client always, uh, my client, my colleague will always tell a story of her one client who was extremely low levels of alertness. And we all think in a snoozalin we need to be playing Enya or whatever calming spa music that, that we have. But what's that going to do that's going to calm us even further? Rather ask a client, what do they like to listen to? And this specific client um, who'd been through a lot, um, he chose hip-hop. And it was the first time that my colleague had seen this client come alive. Like really, he started moving to the beat. He started dancing around, singing um, to the lyrics. And he became a different, a totally activated person. And that's the power of music, what that could do for him. It's unbelievable. I had a client mm. that actually, we didn't, I didn't even know. He didn't know about his connection to music and went through this process. Mm-hmm. He started being aware of himself and he started doing rap. And he actually mm. wrote a Amazing stuff around rap just by finding his voice in the music, which which is completely fascinating, which is kind of we, we need to know that the, the learning. I mean, we know normally that evening night is, is calming by mm. definition. And that's why we'll see that when you go to a party, they try to stimulate you. Exactly. So that's so those are we can use those tactics at home as well. The music, yes. the, the lights, the. Movement, movement. having uh, getting a child just to move and be active active in the word it's activating let us let's get moving let's get going let's run and bang and crash all in a safe secure environment um which is for us either a typical occupational therapy space um or in within the multi-sensory room um it's a safe space you can kind of go be free you must right. be free and that's why the balance is so mm. crucial because mm. we do tend to go to the calming and to yeah. that area when it comes to trauma work I know that um, and by us, we do it quite a bit. Yes. I, I'm assuming not that much at in your area. But where do you find 
that kind of um, help that we get from the sensory room. So I must say, I personally don't have experience with, with working um, with clients who have experienced severe trauma. That the client I referred to um, uh, of my colleagues, um, he had lost his mother as well. So for him, that there was a deep, deep-rooted trauma for him. But if we think about trauma, we think about the polyvagal system. We think about is our body in fight or flight, and exactly, and then how can we get into a calm alert state and that's not going to happen quickly we've really got to work through the, those um kind of layers um are we in what red stop brain we're, we've totally turned off we're in our um i think it's the we go mammalian then reptilian please i'm sorry if i'm getting it so wrong um if someone knows it's wrong and wants to message us to correct go ahead three four five one nine is the sms line or oh six one eight nine five one oh one nine telegram okay so I, th- I think we need to first see where is that child at? Are they in fight, flight, or freeze? And what can we do to help get them out of it from it? And we start with the senses. Um, if you think about our development, we as occupational therapists always refer to a wall of development, but at the foundation of that wall are our sensory systems. So if something is out or going off, on the sensory level, it's going to affect our skills, our further development, our executive functioning skills. Being able to uh, read and write is going to be affected by our sensory systems. Completely. Mm-hmm. And that's why we also see the sensors room all over. We mm. see them in old age homes. We mm. see them in, in um, um, with Alzheimer's, as you said, uh, dementia treatments, mm. and we see them in, in around the world. I don't know if in South Africa, but around the world I've seen in rehabs. I've seen mm. in, um, I think in Europe, we've seen in prisons as well, um, if I remember correctly. So it is a universal thing that will help. And in, yes, we do have the percent of people that it doesn't affect. Um, mm-hmm. And everybody thinks, well, maybe I'll be that 1% of the world. Maybe the 1% of the world is also rich, so we don't know. But um, but generally, it will help. Yes. It, and we will see that even if it doesn't do it on its own, combining it with other treatments yes. is definitely a necessity, something we need. Yes. If you think also at Beit Izzy Shapiro, there's a dentist, um, a right. dentistry unit that, that has a, a, they've adapted and have the components and the principles of a multisensory therapeutic environment. If you think how anxiety provoking going to a dentist is for so many people, imagine you've got this calming and relaxing space. Right. Um, where the, the dental technicians have been trained on how to work. There's also a, an MRI scanner in um, Canada, if I'm not mistaken. Is it? I knew about the dentist. I didn't yeah. know about the MRI. And then also at Bait Izzy, there's a hydrotherapy right. pool, which has been adapted um, with Izzy sensors. And airports and for it, kids yes. in UK. And yes. Okay, well, we, we do have to take another okay. ad break, and we could discuss all of that. We ran out of time. We didn't even get to speak about, you know, we, we do know that there's a mobile snoozlands available yes. now that uh, is, is a new thing in South Africa. There's our different options. So obviously, if anybody has a question about it, you could send, as I said, 34519 or 0618951019. But when we come back from the break, in the two, three minutes we have, I just want to hear about what Bella Vista has coming up to train, to, to alert the community, and to allow other therapists get this skill. So we will take a short ad break, 101.9, Chai FM, Chai Chinuch, Rabbi G. Short break, we will be right back. Chai FM, your station of choice since 2008. 
We are back to our last two, three minutes of the show as every great show comes to an end and the quite a bit we haven't touched on. Uh, just to say that um, tomorrow it seems like you have a fan over here. Thank you for this amazing, informative talk. Very impressed, Debbie. Okay, so Thank you, Debbie. Okay, so um, yeah, at the end of the show, what is what does Bella Vista have coming up All right, for so anybody who wants to train in one minute? Sure. Okay. So next year we have two training um, dates available. It's a three-and-a-half-day training. So we've got our first uh, training, which will happen in March next year, and then in October as well will be the second group. Um, what that involves, it's a three-and-a-half-day training um, as well as we offer supervision uh, thereafter. So if you're setting up a room, if you're new to using the space, we really want to help you on your journey. Um, what we also have is if you want to set up an experience uh, to come and see our multisensory room, and also as Rabbi G uh, alluded to, the sensory pod, which is a new um, an innovation that Bella Vista share, um, which is the research and professional training arm of Bella Vista, what we're so excited to be affiliated with and Hubo Studio. Um, so we, you can come and see both environments. And then, so yeah, the training and uh, So just go on to Bella Vista website. Go on to Bella Vista website w- or you can um, www.bellavista.org.za. Um, you can also email Izzy Senses, I-S-S-I-E, S-E-N-S-E-S at bellavista.org.za. Okay. So anything, if you're a therapist, if you're a parent, anything you want to know about mm. the Easy Senses, Snoozeland, Multisensory, maybe the next time we talk, we'll finally know what to call it. Yes. But for now, <laughs> this is what we have. And yeah, I mean, it's really, really uh, an, an amazing tool that uh, I'm so happy we did get to discuss. Yes. And thank you again, Tamara Victor, uh, the leader of and and um, the head of training, yes. right, of Bella Vista at, for the, for the, for the, for the Snuzlen, occupational therapist. And yeah, it's been a, a great show. Any comments? Anybody wants to know any more information after the show? You could always message the radio again, 34519 is an SMS line or 061-895-1019, as well as if you want to know who are going to be our next speakers. I will hint and say that, uh, next week we do have a doctor on show who, has a very interesting opinion about education. A lot of people are fans and a lot of people question. So it's going to be a very interesting talk next week at 2 o'clock, as we do every Monday between 2 to 3. In the meantime, keep safe and let's continue our journey in improving our community, our lives, our families, and the world. 101.9 Chai FM, Chai Thank you so much for being with us.